welcome to series two of the Hearts on Our Sleeves podcast. Thank you so much. If you've listened to all of series one, we've taken a little break, but we're back with more exciting things to share with you. And we have a few guests today who we'll introduce in a moment. For series two, we wanted to focus our talking on the areas of fashion that don't get as much airtime. So we're talking about men's fashion, kids' fashion, wedding dresses, and all the questions that come within that. Yeah. And today we're going to start with men's fashion. So I'd like to introduce Adam and John. Yay. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Hi, guys. So just so you know, Adam is my husband and John is Paula's husband. So we thought we'd drag in the boys. <laughs> yeah, we went really far to get guests for this one. <laughs> to be Classic fair, we, it's quite difficult. We are still in lockdown here in the UK, as we have been at the end of season one as well. We decided to pool our resources from uh, the things we had at home. We found the boys. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, Yeah. excited to be here. Today, we just wanted to get a regular meal consumer's opinion on fast fashion and ethical fashion and your thoughts. I suppose there's a lot to be said about the differences between men's fashion and women's fashion. If you've ever searched for men's clothing, you may realise that there's a lot less choice Mm. out there than there is for women's. Mm. Have you noticed that? I have definitely noticed that. (laughs) Speaking of, shall shall we start as we usually do before we get too far? Oh, yes. We need to know what we're wearing. Adam actually did some research. He came oh. in the room the, earlier, very like, stressing. Do I need to know what I'm wearing? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because normally you do all the researching because it's, it's your thing, ethical fashion most of the time. So you know most of the stuff about it. I hear the glimpses of it and kind of you the ins and outs. You what I tell you. But yeah, but basically she, she does the research and I go, yeah, that's cool. So um, <laughs> shall I start? Go for it. Uh, So my T-shirt is a black T-shirt from Brothers We Stand. I think that's what they're called. Uh, And it's a cotton T-shirt and it's great. I have about five different T-shirts in a couple of different colours from these guys because they're a really good brand. Especially for the bulkier guy, they sit a lot better than some of the other brands. I've got some... F and F short. I have no idea where they're from. Do you know where they're from? That sounds like Tesco. Oh, Tesco. Tesco. Sorry. Oh, okay. As that will be George. Um, oh, yes, George. These are pretty old and are looking a bit warm, but hey ho. And then, do we talk about pants? Of course. Okay, we cool. We always um, talk so about pants. My underwear, it's from Thought Clothing. They're bamboo. Yeah, They're also nice. really comfortable. They're the best pair of boxers I've ever owned. Wow. So, yeah, that's that's my claim. That's nice. my claim on them. That's me. Shall I go next? Yeah, what are you wearing today, Karis? So, I, I don't know. I've got a pair of trousers on and I never know how to pronounce them. Are they called colutes? Colutes? Oh, colutes. Yeah, I was thinking of this exact thing before because I'm wearing them too. (laughs) Are you? (laughs) They're like trousers that are cropped. Yeah. And they're slightly baggy. So I've got a pair of them on. They are, I think, new look and I got them years ago. Um, I've actually mended them a couple of times because they're not very strong. So they ripped in the zine. So I've done that a few times with my overlocker. And then I've got a people tree top on, which I think I've worn in another podcast which I bought off eBay for £5 and I think I'm wearing M&S underwear. Nice. John, do you want to go next? Yeah, I can go next. I am classic hipster wearing a grey Patagonia top, just the one that you can probably imagine in your head when you think of Patagonia. Um, Just a great ethical company. Always love their clothes. Unfortunately, my shorts, they're Puma. I have no idea ethically how they are, but I bought them, I mean, must be like seven years ago now when I hadn't the foggiest clue on anything to do with ethical fashion. And that is actually all I'm wearing. I've not got 
no pants. Socks or pants on. Because those are sports shorts. I didn't know we'd be going all the way down to our underwear. Um, but sports shorts, they have a, a lining, so you don't need pants. You can't have <laughs> known, would you have put them on? Uh, it's too hot for pants, to be honest. <laughs> what about your glasses? You're wearing some cool glasses. Oh, yeah, I'm wearing Blue Bloom glasses, which are sustainably sourced. Yeah, it's, a re- it's quite know. a transparent company. When you go on the website... Yeah you can see like how much profit is made, how much goes to the makers and stuff. It's quite cool. cool. What about you, Paula? I am also wearing some collots, which are just some like linen ones I got in a charity shop, but they were too big. So I just moved the button across so it looks quite weird so oh, they actually idea. fit me. But I should tailor them in at the sides, but I ain't got the skills. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just wearing an old black t-shirt probably from H&M from many, many years ago. Don't remember even buying it. Uh, probably M&S pants as well. Actually, I think these pants arrived in the post from a friend. She sent me some underwear, which was sweet, but she forgot to say who it was from. So I just got a packet of pants one day. <laughs> I didn't oh, know who lovely. it was from. <laughs> but they were from Marks and Spencer's. And then <laughs> some Birkenstock shoes, sandals that I got in a charity shop. Oh, I love that mm. you found them. That's, I know. That's such a great find. Mm. Char- probably the best kind of charity shop find, I think. Mm. Yeah, I was impressed. Cool, nice one. So as Paula mentioned earlier, we're still in the coronavirus lockdown. Things are easing slightly, but we thought we'd sort of update you a little bit since our last podcast because it's been uh, a little while. Shops are due to open soon. Obviously, not every shop is going to do that. I know that Primark is really keen to come back open, but I just wanted to share some of the things that I've noticed since since our last podcast so you may remember that we talked about labor behind the label where they had this kind of generic letter that they had written that you could sign your name underneath and it was going to be sent to some major brands in the Arcadia group including brands like Next and ASOS and Boohoo and the question was to them essentially what are you doing to support workers during the coronavirus pandemic and I actually got an email reply from Next that they were the only company that got back to me. And they basically said, thank you for your email that we received through the Clean Clothes campaign. And it's a priority for Next to ensure that we trade ethically, source responsibly and work to assure the safety and human rights of workers within our product global supply chain and service suppliers global operations. Okay. So then they shared a link to what's going on in regards to the coronavirus. Okay. So you can find this. We'll put a link in our podcast podcast description but it's nextplc.co.uk forward slash corporate dash responsibility forward slash r dash suppliers so here we go and they basically have set out a few question and answers from what people have been sending them in people have asked did next immediately cancel any orders and they said next did not invoke an immediate cancellation of all orders at the outset of the UK lockdown. Towards the end of March next announced it to its suppliers that it would be cancelling some orders In a letter to its suppliers in late March, Next committed to honour and pay them in full on normal payment terms for orders that were due to leave supplier factories up to and including the 10th of April. The cutoff of the 10th of April was selected to ensure that suppliers had enough time to complete the vast majority of orders that were already in production. If our suppliers factory is based in a country which is currently in lockdown, Next will accept orders with an 
original ex factory date of 10th of April or before up to a week after that country's lockdown is lifted mm. and it goes on a bit as well so they're basically trying to explain that they are still paying for most of the orders that were committed prior to the lockdown which is great yeah for it to be one of the few that gets back to you it shows that they are willing to actually be honest I and talk really about it I was surprised yeah <laughs> I, I got this email through and it was like the first time actually one brand has got back to me so that, um. that was really positive so thank you next have you heard anything in the news recently about yeah i mean similar there's still been a lot of brands have yet to say they are paying their garment workers which is a shame some are saying they are paying or they intend to which is good hopefully they will genuinely carry that through i know that there has been a new initiative set up by they're called Lost Stock and they are in partnership with a charity called Sajida Foundation and they are doing this in response to garment workers not being paid during the pandemic it's in response to all the cancellation of the orders and they want to refund the garment workers so the initiative is you pay £35 you say what type of clothes you want and your size and they will send you a few items of new clothes which are the cancelled orders that are now not going to be sold in retail and all the money goes to the Sajida Foundation to support the garment workers who have lost work and money during this time which is really really great it's important that they are being supported I guess we're still figuring out what we think about it but obviously long term it's sad that the consumer has to support the garment workers and not the companies who originally yeah. have made this mess. I mean, mess. if the companies just paid for their orders, we wouldn't really be yeah. in this problem. But if you're interested, I think there are still some available. The £35, just search lossstock.com is their website and you can go and support that and get some clothes that would otherwise, I assume, go to landfill because they're not being sold in retail. that's the question, isn't it? What yeah. was, was going to happen to all those clothes that they just cancelled? I also know that Tradecraft have been setting up a little table. They've been asking some brands what they're doing in regards to the coronavirus and mm. the contracts that have been cancelled. They haven't asked every brand. I think they've got maybe 20 brands on this list. But if you go to... Actually, if you go to the Fashion Revolution website, there's quite a yeah. few different initiatives that are following the progress of the brands and what they're doing. But basically, they've laid out who is doing something and so far next obviously is doing the most and there's a company called Pentland which includes um, JD Sports and some others they have given a public statement and they've paid for some suppliers finished products but every other brand in this haven't given a public statement and haven't paid for any orders and they include the Arcadia group which we talked about last week still nothing from them actually includes Clark's Edinburgh Woolen Mill John Lewis Marks and Spencer Matalan and Sports Direct it might be worth checking different companies websites just to see if after this has been released that actually some of these companies have might have said something or changed something all right well that's our coronavirus updates as it stands at time of recording and we'll let you know if we hear any more in the next few weeks all right so today we really want to find out from some men <laughs> what what the experience of buying clothes and particularly sustainable and ethical clothing is like for you do you guys have a personal style you feel you adhere to or are you jeans and t-shirt kind of guys how would you describe your personal style hmm. yeah jeans and t-shirt i think I, i'm not really a brands person mm-hmm. and I am definitely not one to follow a cultural trend. So, yeah, I guess jeans and t-shirt. I like denim. That's about it. Black, yeah. blue, grey. Yeah. Nice. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what about you, John? Uh, I always try to stick to red, blue, black and grey. Those are the only colours that I really wear. Because then I know okay. that they'll always match, hopefully. 
anybody who knows me knows I wear shorts pretty much 24-7. Mm. Yeah. Rarely wear <laughs> jeans. Just can't get on with them. I'm so nearly always in shorts. I don't go for a particular style, I guess. You do tend to have less clothes than yeah. I do. I do buy something and I will run it into the ground, completely ruin mm. it before mm. I buy anything mm. else. Like my shoes. You've got a lot of old t-shirts that are now painting t-shirts. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do a lot of DIY. There's a lot of... Still getting um, use out of them. Yeah. A lot of gig mm. t-shirts and stuff like that that are still sitting in my drawer. So I am someone who doesn't go clothes shopping very often, but when I do, I do enjoy um, looking into charity shops. You never know what treasures and gems you might find. It's kind of potluck as to what you um, might find for clothes attire for me. About four years ago, in 2016, I was in a charity shop in Coventry and came across a Hollister hoodie. Um, and it was pretty much like new. No one had worn it, I don't think. It was my size, so I bought it and I'm still wearing it to this day and it's one of my favorite hoodies so that's just an example of some of the great gems that you can find so i don't mind shopping secondhand it's a great way to to help the cause of of sustainable fashion how do you guys find it looking for clothes and buying clothes do you find it an easy process or is it something that you find difficult well when we started talking about having an ethical wardrobe when you kind of approached me with the idea the plan was in 10 years our entire wardrobe would be ethical Mm. and Mm. i feel like that is a greater reality for you because it's starting to snowball now where more and more brands are coming through with more ethical and more choice and even like choices of types of clothing whereas for guys i've just got to the point where i found a nice t-shirt that really fits me or a nice pair of underwear that fits me whereas like jeans can't find any good ethical jeans that fit me normal jeans are really hard anyway there's one next jean that i buy which is like a stretchy jean and then i get that in any color that i want it yeah. And that will last me two years. And that's the only gene I can buy because I've got big thighs, basically. Anything else won't fit me. And I think that's kind of the main problem for guys is that it is one cut for a guy. Right. And even if you go extra large or extra, extra large, it just doesn't sit right on a guy. But like clothing, I love. So I really like the kind of fashion that came out a few years ago with like baseball shirts, you know, like with the oh, white yeah. colour in the middle. Mm. I loved those. But then I had to kind of say goodbye to that because there wasn't anything ethical. So I think my clothing in general now is a lot blander because of that which isn't a bad thing it's not the end of the world for me you'd like to have i'd like to have a bit more yeah, yeah a bit that. more fun i found it hard at first because paula is such a charity shopper and mm. going around loads of charity shops there's just nothing for guys at all yeah, or like okay. anything other than like it's all old men stuff isn't yeah 90 year old shirts and things yeah i think when we first were discovering this and kind of became aware of it it was like oh there's not really much for me apart from classic patagonia i knew about that and i liked that and i really like outdoorsy kind of like clothing i love doing research into clothes and i don't have a lot of clothes so whenever i want something i have quite a specific idea of what i want in my mind mm-hmm. yeah and if i know that there isn't a company that does that ethically then i source it through like ebay or depop sec- second hand so i really like ice hockey and i really wanted an ice hockey jersey even though they're made by reebok and i know reebok reebok are pretty good terrible. yeah i didn't know kind of what the hockey jerseys were like i know shoes they were right but i don't know in general so i was like well i'll just go second hand Mm. And that's kind of saved me in a lot of ways because I'm really specific. Or I guess the other thing I I often find that it's just really expensive. Mm -hmm. I don't really want complicated clothing. So I look for a plain black t-shirt and it's like 40, 50 quid. And that's why I always then end going secondhand. And it was the same with shoes. I really wanted barefoot shoes that were also ethical. But that meant that I had to wait for a couple of months just sitting on eBay 
waiting for the right size to come up and i've got pretty big feet so it took a while to come up so um it's hard isn't it yeah yeah so i, I think it's all right you can't be compulsive in what you want um i can't go out yeah. and just buy a new lot of pants or socks because i'll just take a little bit of time knowing what i can go for mm-hmm. when it comes to sustainable fashion for men the styles are pretty standard. I'm a jeans and t-shirt and hoodie kind of guy, so it pretty much caters to that. It's the fits that are slightly different and they vary. The sustainable fashion, if you like, that I would I would wear and I would choose matches anything that I would buy in a in a normal sort of fashion shop. And on that front, I've got no issues. I have got some of my uh, gym wear and athletic wear off of Facebook, Marketplace, secondhand, that kind of stuff, um, for shoes and different bits. But for the most part, charity shops are a no-go. I meet people all the time that seem to be able to find little golden treasures of clothing in charity shops. But for men, it's mostly really, really well-worn clothing, to put it nicely. Um, so. You know, lots of that then doesn't have the style that I would buy. They're in different sizes. That for me is the hard thing to find when it's when it comes to secondhand clothes. Do you think overall, as men, the consumer culture and clothing advertising is it targeted as much at men? Do you think men feel as much pressure as women to dress on trend? Uh, I think so. I'd say so. I think I think there are more men who don't care. Okay. Or say they don't care. Yeah. But I find it hard to find a friend of mine who doesn't wear up-to-date clothing with, like, the latest brands. Whether or not they would call themselves, like, particularly fashion conscious. Okay. They're still wearing Nikes and that sort of stuff. And, like, yeah. spending a lot of money on clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So would you say, then, your priorities when you do shop is more about looks and what it looks like? Or would you say maybe... I don't know, speed of shopping or comfort or price mm. is more of a priority. What would you... I guess price is a big one. Okay. It's tough because obviously you want to pay the right price so that no one gets ripped off within the yeah. process. Mm. But then sometimes it's just like when you're looking at an ethical pair of jeans for £100 and you're like, whoa, that's 100 quid mm. <laughs> on a pair of jeans. It may be that they'll last like two or three years. Yeah. But also at the same time, if the price is there, they've got a fit and be so comfortable that I won't be able to find that out unless well unless I try them on and most yeah. of the time that is done I have to buy it online anyway because yeah. there is no high street ethical shops that I know mm-hmm. of but actually at the same time I used to find going clothes shopping quite stressful I okay. didn't really enjoy it yeah I can't window shop I know what I want and I'm, I'm in and yeah. out yeah when we got married you went shopping with your we went to get best the, men to the get suits, suits yeah. and how long did it take you we went into one shop and i went this is the one guys let's go <laughs> Amazing. Um, wow. um, and how many times and i did... dragged my bridesmaids around for hours looking for the perfect but dress i'd already done the research i already knew exactly what i wanted i went in with a bit more of a battle plan and if i'm going into the shops yeah whereas actually i quite like buying online they've just got to fit me to a t if they're gonna be that price mm. yeah done a lot of trial and error haven't D- we done trying, trying yeah. things yeah. and sending back and but mm. i guess once you and know one thing that works then you can get that again yeah. if you need and like biggest trial and error, I know I keep bringing underpants, but you've allowed me to talk about it. Once you try on underpants, you can't send them back. Yeah. So we've we tried a lot of pants. I'm very conscious yeah. about how obsessed with pants this podcast <laughs> makes us. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you're in them all day, so you know you might as well make the most of them. So I guess what you're saying is a similarity in sustainable fashion shopping between men and women is that it's way easier to do it online. Yeah, it's yeah. very difficult to high street shop sustainably. Is what we find yeah, as well. Sure. Yeah, and unless it's Marks and Spencers, I feel like I get all my essentials like pants and socks from there now. Mm. Again, I haven't found a pair of jeans there that fitted me well, but mm. I've been told to try out nudie jeans, so that's the next place I'm going. Yeah, but again, jeans. again, that's expensive, but I think yeah, learning about what is a fair price, I will now go. Okay, I want a pair of jeans. I'll probably need that in my three, four months time. So I'll start setting aside money for a pair of jeans, mm. just knowing that they're going to be more expensive. So I guess mm. it just involves planning. Yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. more tips. planning involved, yeah. So another question then, what then if you could say to the sustainable fashion brands, this is what I want to see from you, what would you ask them to do differently? And what do you want to see more of within sustainable fashion for men? I, I want to, this might be a weird one. I want more ways of mending my clothing, like sending it back to manufacturers mm. and that. Yeah, it's like tears and stuff, and they fix them. Do I know, nudie I know. jeans do that? Yeah, or, nudie nudie yeah. jeans do. do. You yeah. can send it back, and they fix them up, um, which is one of the reasons I'm interested. But and I think um, a lot of companies do. But whenever I've been in like the Lake District, a lot of shops. I mean, I guess it's the same as a tailor. But if I've got like technical outdoor clothing, in, in the past, if something is broken, I have to send it back, which then adds to a humongous amount of air miles, and then I get sent back something new. And some companies like Patagonia, great. They reuse those those materials. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'd like I like a, maybe more high street brands doing like stitch and whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah great one. That's an all round one. That would yeah. definitely more shops should do that. Two things I think that I would love to see. One is athletic wear that still mimics the technical fabric in some of the sort of main athletic brands' clothing. So. Um, I appreciate that actually lots of those materials are horrendous for the environment and aren't sustainable at all. So there's probably a good reason why people don't do that. But if there was a way around that in terms of coming up with something new or innovating something, then that would be really useful. Also suits. Um, I know of a few companies that, that do it, but maybe something along the lines of more um, middle of the road suits rather than really high end tailored bespoke suits, um, something that would be accessible for for the general public to wear but still tailored and could still fit really well if they were if they were readily accessible that would be awesome i think besides like the blander clothes like the the straight color t-shirts and stuff like that on ethical sites there's occasionally like the a bit more out there stuff Mm -hmm. which generally i just can't see appealing to like most men my expectation for ethical brands isn't to be the next big thing on the fashion market like come up with the latest trend Mm -hmm. that's not my expectation my expectation is to basically see what the trends are and then create your own ethical substitution for that. Yeah. I think that's kind of what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for them to reinvent the wheel. We have noticed even with the women's fashion, with sustainable fashion, most people start with t-shirts. Yeah. And I think it's probably because they're one of the easiest items of clothing to make. And they're probably yeah. unisex most of the time as well. And you can so. make them unisex. So a lot yeah. of brands do start out with plain t-shirts, um, which is great because we've got to start somewhere. But then you do end up with a lot of choice for plain t-shirts, but then not so much choice for other items of clothing and i guess we do have to remember that a lot of these companies are only dealing with small amounts of stock so they're being very Mm. precise in what they know will absolutely sell 
So if they know black t-shirts sell, then that is a win. Yeah. Mm. They're not too sure if the salmon pink shirt will sell, so they might not bring that out kind of thing. Mm. But I guess maybe then that is just a case of more people buying so that they're able to yeah. produce a larger stock and yeah. give you more choice potentially, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So in the future, I would quite like to see more ethical jeans shops where I can get jeans, but physical shops because I can't order jeans and ever get them to fit me properly and they never do so if i could get some that i could actually try on and i could choose a pair it'd be so much easier and then another thing would be great would be ethical workwear so i used to work in restaurant kitchens and finding chef whites i'd always buy them from a workwear site but i have no idea about where they're made what they're made out of i presume they're not very uh, ethical at all sustainable at all I think earlier when you said, well, like, ask the question, like, in terms of advertisement to guys, there definitely isn't as much advertisement directed at guys ethically anyway. I think it's just because not as much is made for guys. And loads of websites where I'm like, oh, those are really, I like those women's clothing. I wonder if they do men, a men's line. And then yeah. it's non-existent. There just isn't mm-hmm. men's stuff. Um, or because more, I don't know if this is an unfair comment, but I think way more women are interested in ethical fashion than guys are. Yeah. For example, like I've wanted to try some Lucy and Yak dungarees, but for guys, just a plain black original one, they just haven't been available on the website for ages and not many have been made, so they're never available on Depop. It's just because when I'm on eBay, you know, you can like notifications mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. certain like... Yeah names of stuff it's like oh another oh no it's it's women's and it's too small oh another no it's not quite my size never is it bad that i want to be cynical and be like oh per man hard time so tight so difficult for you i mean i i think my answer to the other question about like marketing to men would be like in my observation is that women are put under so much more pressure to look a certain way i think there are Mm. huge more amounts of women's fashion made than men's i just think there's a huge amount of pressure to buy and buy and buy and buy and buy and look a certain way and trends are constantly changing for women whereas for men for the last 10 20 years you look great if you wear a t-shirt and jeans and it's not a big deal i don't know i i I find that quite difficult (laughs) women look great in a t-shirt and jeans as well (laughs) so so. for all you girls out there (laughs) you're you're beautiful in your your t-shirt and jeans we love you for it i guess what we need then is a sort of (laughs) a balance Mm. out so less of the women and more of the men we need to tone down all the women's clothes because we don't need as much as what we've got but maybe almost an education for men that ethical clothing isn't lame i think there's still like a stigma of like ethical clothing looks crap but there is actually decent ethical fashion brands they're just Mm. small Mm. and harder to find and you can't go to your local shopping center and find it but there is decent men's fashion why do you think there are less men's clothes in charity shops because well i mean like john said it the vast majority is just it's older clothing right generally donated by the older population Mm -hmm. maybe because they've had people pass away. Like me, me and John, we run stuff into the ground. Yeah. So the thought of us like sending stuff to charity shop, I don't think I've ever sent clothing to a charity shop. Mm. Yeah. I would agree. I think similarly, as we were saying, women feel the need and are pressured much more into changing what they wear all the time. And what they wore mm. a year ago would not be acceptable now. Well, in like the view of fashion whereas men don't have the same pressure so wear the same clothes over and over again whereas women are getting rid of clothes and buying new at a faster rate that's what i 
I think is maybe happening. I think there are definitely subcultures where that is the case for men, especially yeah. in kind of like sneaker culture, kind of like That's constantly true, yeah. bringing out new stuff. But like for me, I mean, I've worn the same style of clothing for, well, mm. ever since I stopped listening to heavy metal, basically. So, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have some ethical brands that you would recommend that you've bought from that you you want to promote a bit? I think I mentioned them at the beginning. So we got Brothers We Stand. Mm-hmm. I really like them because... I think they're just men's. They are just men's. They they're are... one of the few that are just men's, yeah. actually, which is great. Um, yeah. So, like I said, the sizes fit a bit more. They're a bit more expansive. It's still quite basic stuff, but it fits and it's mm-hmm. worth the price. So kind of it ticks the boxes for me. I just love it if they gained a bit more momentum and get a bit more interest and publicity that they can release more stuff, really. There are two companies that I like. Uh, I can't pronounce one of them. Oh, no, three. Rapa Nui. There's loads of oh, ethical yeah, yeah, t-shirts. Yeah. They're decent. Finisterre or Finisteria, company based yeah, in really Cornwall. Good. Do really, really nice clothing. And then also, again, another outdoorsy brand, same as Finis- Finisteria, Finisteria, is Cotopaxi, which is an American company, quite similar to Patagonia, really. But they do really kind of vibrant, bright clothing. And they make mm. a lot of stuff from recycled material or offcuts, um, yeah. dead stock fabric and stuff. Yeah. Some really cool bags where you just pick like, the general colour scheme that you like and they'll just use the material that's left over from their jackets and stuff to oh, make the bags sweet. up. That's cool, yeah. But they're really cool. Yeah, and I mean, I know we've mentioned Patagonia, but they are particularly good at mending and restoring clothes. So mm. if you buy mm. their clothes, you've kind of got a lifetime guarantee they will fix it for you if anything breaks. So I really like men's sustainable fashion. I think about five years ago, I came across Brother We Stand, which is a website selling men's sustainable fashion uh, in the UK. And then from there, I found brands like The Level Connective um, and Idioma, and they have their own brand as well on Brother We Stand. And it's kind of more, the style that I would kind of wear would be more outdoorsy, casual clothes with like simple designs. I don't really wear stuff that's super like bright and super out there. But then also I don't like wearing plain or formal clothes either. And then other brands that I quite like are Patagonia, um, Lucy and Yak. Um, and again, it's all the same kind of like style of like very, very outdoorsy, very beachy. I've got written down um, Sancho's clothing. I think their website is Sancho Shop, but they are essentially a stockist. So mm-hmm. what that means is they stock different brands. I sometimes just go onto stockist websites and just see what brands they are stocking as a way of finding new brands. It's quite mm. a good way. Also know the origin do that. They've got their own yeah. collection, but they also stock other brands. So if you're if you're looking for new brands, it might be a way of doing yeah. it. Mm. I think we've mentioned before community clothing, yeah, um, and then also Howie's. Have you ever? Mm. I haven't heard of yeah. Howie's. Into mm. Howie's, it's one that's been in the back of my mind for a while. I haven't really looked on the website, but they do more sort of outdoorsy wear as well. H o w i e s. Pozu shoes are great. I uh, really like oh, them. Yeah. Uh, I had some shoes made out of coconuts. And they were great. Oh. They weren't shaped like coconuts, but they, they, yeah, the <laughs> soles were like, <laughs> sound like clogs, clopping along. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they were great. And also, it might be worth, if you're kind of not just looking at clothes, but also looking at general household goods, I've discovered the Ethical Superstore. Mm. Have you ever heard of that before? Um, that's oh, kind yeah. of got a bit of everything. But it is worth checking out, I found, in terms of, again, just looking for mm. shoes or jeans and stuff like that as well. Mm. But yeah. Nice. Do you have any final top tips that you would give to men who are interested in shopping more sustainably or maybe who are not? What would be your advice to get them into that more? Any final words of wisdom from the men? Bamboo is not always great. Okay. I, particularly bamboo t-shirts. <laughs> I have 
have been a bit rubbish in the past. They don't wear and tear very well, whereas the cotton ethical stuff I've got tends to be better, but then I wear stuff till it dies. It's not a hard rule, but that's kind of what I've generally found with different items of clothing. I mean, I've, I've said before, or I've said already, that it just takes a little bit more thought into this. And I think that the extra hours that I've put into deciding what clothes I'm going to wear and the lives that that has impacted, or hopefully the lives that's impacted is worth it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't go back that's to good. just mindlessly buying something online now. I think that's a that's been a good thing for me. Once you know about ethical fashion and the impact that it does have on the environment, but also people's lives, making the choice to only go down that way makes you feel better or makes me feel better in terms of what I'm wearing and the communities that I'm hopefully helping. Great yeah. stuff. Good Amazing. That's good. This, this was a great discussion. Thank you so fun. much for sharing your thoughts and giving it's us some insight. the guys involved because we want more and more guys to get involved because obviously we're making moves yeah. within sustainable fashion and that has to include guys, guys' clothing. So thank yeah. you so much. Yeah yeah amazing thank you so much for tuning in this week we'll be back soon with some more sustainable fashion news have a great few weeks bye bye